Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This earnestly contending letter is titled, Why Christ Came Into the World. If you were to ask the average evangelical, whatever that is, why Jesus Christ came into the world, the number one answer would most probably be that he came to seek and to save the lost, Luke 19.10. And that is certainly true. As Paul says, quote, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, 1 Timothy 1.15. However, that is only part of the truth. One of my great concerns through the years has been that many professing Christians present a partial gospel as though it is the whole story. Walter J. Chantry says, when a half-truth is presented as the whole truth, it becomes an untruth. What I mean by a partial gospel is that many evangelical presentations of the gospel, while emphasizing the work of Christ as Savior, fail to emphasize the person of Christ as Lord God. As an example, note these points in a tract put out by a national ministry. Number one, God loves you. Number two, we are sinners. Number three, Jesus died for you. Number four, receive Christ as Savior. All these are good and true, but as a gospel presentation, it is incomplete. It completely leaves out the person of Christ in terms of who he is as Lord God. This is nowhere to be found in the entire tract. That's a serious omission. Yes, Christ came to seek and to save, but the scripture is very clear that he also came to reveal God to us. This, too, was an essential part of his mission. In John 18... 1837, Jesus told Pilate, quote, I have come into the world that I should bear witness to the truth. The gospel of John is called the gospel of belief because John wrote so we might believe and thereby have life. From the very first verse, John makes an issue, makes the issue about who Jesus is as God. John 1.1. 1, 1. In the prologue, he says, we become children of God by believing in his name, John 1.12. His name is his person, who Jesus is. And then we have the seven I am statements in John, emphasizing his person as eternal God. It builds to the climax of doubting Thomas in the resurrection, recognizing Jesus as my Lord and my God, which Christ recognized as believing in him, John 20, 28 and 29. This is followed up with John's purpose statement in John 20, 30, 31, in which he says, these things are written, quote, that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and the believing you may have life in his name. Believing is all important, but it is connected to his name. That is who Jesus is as God. To miss this is to miss the entire main thrust of John's gospel. Paul, in emphasizing the gospel that we must believe, said that he preached Christ Jesus the Lord, 2 Corinthians 4, 5. He followed up with this gospel revelation, namely that all true believers in their hearts have come to see the truth of God in the person of Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 4, 6. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face, in the person of Jesus Christ. 1 John 5.20 
And we know that the Son of God has come and given us an understanding that we may know him who is true, and we are in him who is true, in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Thought, the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, includes his person as well as his work. This is Pastor Dwight J. Oswald earnestly contending.